it's wonderful to have a father and son team on our podcast. Thanks for joining us, Ryan and Tucker. Please share with us, Ryan, how this journey started with your son, Tucker. Well, it started sort of serendipitously with him and his friends just sort of playing in the river, collecting golf balls. And then, you know, he said, hey, I wonder what we could do with all these golf balls me and my friend collected. And he's like, do you think we could sell them? So he started doing some research and, and this, that, and the other. And he's, he goes, put them on Facebook Marketplace. I said, sure. And they like sold instantly. And the next thing I know, he had like this booming golf ball business where he had sold in the first summer, I think like 5,000 golf balls or something crazy. And he's hiring other kids to, to find more oh, golf yeah, balls. Oh yeah, I hire my friends. He's hiring his friends to hire more golf balls. And then it was really interesting because one of our neighbors was having a guard sale and they were selling their old golf balls. Okay, I don't want to clean them. But the ones that are in the river are always dirty. It's like, oh, I can go clean them. So I don't need to clean them anymore. So I go to yard sales and buy them because I'm like, oh, I can just resell them. So he goes, dad, will you take me to yard sales to go buy golf balls? And at this point, I'm like, sure. If that's what you want to do the weekend, I w we hop in our truck. I never, I've never been yard sailing or this stuff. I just hop in the truck and like that first day, it was like he found like thousands of golf balls and flipped them. You know, he paid like $20, right? He flipped them for like hundreds of dollars, right? My father-in-law has actually a vintage furniture store and I refinished furniture as a side thing as being a stay-at-home dad. And so he had been to a lot of auctions and flea markets and things like that. So he started, while he was looking for these golf balls, he started finding all these things. He goes, oh, at auction, that sells for a hundred dollars. They only want a dollar, you know? And so he starts collecting all these antiques. Yeah, and then you hooked me up with a booth. And so I hooked him up with somebody that he could sell antiques in the booth with. And then and then what happened, Tucker? Mm, upgrew the whole store. And <laughs> so, so the next thing, you know, it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. He just keeps taking more and more of this money and keeps piling it in to, to more things. And the next thing I know, they're paying him a few hundred dollars a, a week or month or whatever. And they start inviting him to go to like antique shows and markets. And he's doing like a thousand dollars in a weekend at these <laughs> markets. And he just keeps piling this money in. He's not spending on anything. He's always just reinvesting it, reinvesting it. And finally, at this point, I mean, this was a little over three years ago. He goes to me, he goes, Dad, I really need to start an eBay store. I really want to okay. start an eBay store. And and that was like when it got real for me. I was like, I don't know anything about eBay. He yeah. saw us full crap. <laughs> Tucker, what was that switch that made you think I've got to take this online? I outgrew all the flea markets. I outgrew all the places I was selling okay. stuff. I couldn't even fit all of it into a market like for a while there. I was like, I'm just... I want to start an eBay store because I saw YouTube. Like, I was like, oh, maybe I could start it because I saw Cincinnati Picker doing it. And I was like, oh, maybe I could do it. And then I just started it, and now I have 2,500 square feet of stuff. He goes to me, and I said, I don't know anything about eBay, right? I've never bought or sold anything. I have an eBay account, but I never bought or sold anything on eBay. And I said, but I'll help you out. Sure. We'll, we'll make a deal. I'll help you do the listings and you do a little bit of homework here or there. And so the next thing you know, like what happened? First time I sold it was like hundred dollars. It was crazy because you had one thing, remember, at the booth. That, oh yeah, I was sitting there for like a year and I sold it. You know, you know the red Coleman lanterns? It was in my yeah. booth for 20 bucks. Okay. It sold the next day on eBay for hundred bucks. 
yeah. so it was like it sat there for like months and months and months and you know, and all of a sudden he throws it in eBay. And like five minutes later, it sells for $100, $150, something. First oh. thing I saw was the army suit. That one was a cool one. And then I went to a bell. I saw the 200 bucks. One of those old brass bells. Then the big one really hooked me. It was a BMX bike. That's the one hooked me. I <laughs> bought it for six bucks, sold it for 500 that one was a little weird. That was before eBay, actually. This guy shows up to my house with 500, like, hundred dollar bills and hands my nine-year-old them for some broken down this frame of a bike and i'm like I, and I, i'm what? sitting there he's at the yard so I go, dad i need this i said i'm not fixing this bike Tucker. I, said, I, I literally behind his back can i have six dollars and we're right behind his back and bought it and i was like oh mom's gonna get mad i said i bet you i'll sell it for 500 bucks and it's still 500 dollars yeah, 24 hours later, he's handing him $500, and I'm going, oh, my goodness, what, what's going on here? <laughs> well, to back up, when you're telling us about the golf balls, do either of you play golf? No. Not at all. We don't know anything about it. We live near the Potomac River, and all these huh? golf balls wash up from the courses there. You and even walk out getting golf balls in your shoes. And the wow. kids... They all like play, splash the river and collect all these golf balls. And, and, uh, and so Tucker was like, well, you know, there's got to be some use for them. Somebody's got to want these somewhere, some way. And he just did a little bit of research and he's like, you know, there's people in Florida that make like six digits a year selling these. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I think you're, you know, we looked at it and he said, well, let's, let's try to sell them. Then I got golf ball gear. Neither of us can tell you anything about golf, but you can tell you anything you want to know about a golf ball. You about can a golf. Love it. But, but we, don't, we know nothing about golf. I know nothing about golf clubs. I know nothing about golf. So I used to work in the golf industry, and some of the balls are pretty rare. Some of them are pretty cool. Do you have any super rare ones or a favorite? Oh, yeah. You know those ones that go like straight? The Solera ones. Solera yeah. ones. Yeah. I got one of those at your sale. It's only about twenty bucks for two balls. I don't think he has any like like rare collectible balls, as far yeah. as I know. I have a few here and there. Yeah, there's but... some funny ones. Don't like... say them because they're pretty bad. <laughs> oh, <Okay. laughs> um, political one. So we want to help people find you too, Tucker. So what's the name of your eBay store, and are you selling on any other platforms? Only one platform. And it's Tucker's Vintage Treasures and look me on Google and you find an eBay store. We'll include the link too. So it's pretty basic. It's almost 1,800 items. So any eBay. plans to expand? Or are you going to just stick with eBay? Amazon. Amazon. So Why do you want to go to Amazon? Because all the resellers are buying stuff for me to sell on Amazon. Guess <laughs> what? I'm going to Amazon and say, you're never buying my stuff ever again on Amazon. <laughs> a lot of the media that he sells actually tend to be people we actually even know that are Amazon sellers. Just take them and flip them. I'm like, so. that's not happening at my watch. <laughs> <laughs> I have a couple questions for you, Tucker. So as an entrepreneur, what are your thoughts about marketing your online business and any tips you can share for fellow online sellers to market their online business? I actually do promote listings okay. for promotions. That actually helps because the first item will pop up on your feed is mine, not, not somebody else's. And you can do by percent, like three and a half percent, five percent. I do it by how many are out there. So maybe I do it 7% because there's so, so many out there of it. So that's how you decide which percentage? Yeah, I, I percentage usually of like, okay, oh, there's only 100 out there and 
I, I'm all the way at the bottom. And sell through rates. Sell through right, rates. Yeah. And I'm saying I'll go all the way up via algorithm, not down an algorithm. Did you ever think about like marketing outside of eBay or no, outside of a platform? I don't really like going outside of the platforms usually. Mm-hmm. I like to change platforms. Maybe some social media marketing, maybe TikTok, something like that. Yeah, he got kicked off at TikTok. Actually. I got kicked off because I was too young. He was too young. He literally got kicked off because they were like, no, you're not 13 yet. And then my aunt doesn't want me to go on it too. So, Well, oh, you know what, Tucker? You could still get all your, your TikToks ready and then on your 13th birthday launch. <laughs> have them all backed up in order. We have so much video that's never been seen these uh, taken because, you know, it's just one of those things like the eBay thing really took off. But when he was 10, he goes, look, this is like what I want to do for a living. Like, this is what I want to do. And I want to see how big I can get this. He asked me on the social media and or eBay. I'm like, eBay. He was sitting there and he was like, you know, because you learned, right, from YouTube. And, and then, stuff I, like then that. I outpassed you. There's some secrets I figured out they didn't figure out yet. Yeah. Yeah, you have a lot of secrets. You know a lot. Um, <laughs> how many hours of research do 10, you have? 10,000, more than 10,000 hours of research. He has more than probably 10,000 hours of research tr- figuring out what sells online. So I said to him, do you want to do content? Do you want to be a content creator and focus on that? Or do you want to focus on reselling? He goes, I want to see how big I can get my reselling business. And so it got really big, really fast. And then it was like here in like the last year, I'm like, well, maybe you should start doing some social media again. We had his Facebook page when he was first starting. So you can actually go back and see when he was like nine years old, just first starting to go to yard sales and things and how it's sort of changed over time. But it was just a way for him to try to like get his words out and talk and stuff. When the eBay took off, we're like, well, you're not getting paid to do any Facebook videos. So we'll just not do as much, but he still has all that like kind of pretty incredible video of things that he's found. and different. Nice. But there's a lot of stuff I, I didn't show that. I, I bought storage. I bought 10 boxes of trade recently and I didn't show that yet. So Tucker, so I've seen you interact and it seems like you're very confident, very well-spoken and your dad is there. He kind of keeps an eye on things. Do you have employees? Does your dad work for you or how does, what's that relationship? I have an employee. I originally had another one, but she went to college. Now I have another one who's working for me right now. He works like 20 hours a week and he listens everything and does stuff. I am a stay-at-home dad that works full-time for Tucker now. Oh, that's awesome, though. Seriously. I honestly do work. It's a 50-50 split. It would be hard for just one person to do it, let alone being 12 years old. and (laughs) A lot of different challenges, but it would be hard for him to do it by himself or anybody, really. Tucker, where do you store your inventory? And please share your shipping process with us. Oh. My mom ships for me, but an inventory process, I have two full rooms of listed inventory. And then there's two sheds, like 500 square, square feet sheds out there, two of them. And then a full 1,500 square feet basement. And I got a full two-car garage full of stuff. And a full trailer in my two rooms upstairs. And then what's the one room upstairs? Video games. It's his video game testing room. It's every video game ever made. So how does your mom, with this type of system, and, and you sell something, how does she know how to find it? 
she pulls it. So we have a Q card, you know, a Q, like KC, 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 A1, A2, A3, A4. Yeah. Four items are like just Hot Wheels cars. Like, I bought like brand new Hot Wheels cars. You can't figure out which you got to put them on trays and say, This is A1, this is A5, this is A6, this is A7. You, know. you pull most of the stuff for yeah. her, actually. Oh. Yeah, ships it. The funny thing is, is that Tucker and I, when we first started, we ship. we would ship things. And we were so confused that something sold. So excited something sold. We're like, oh, my God, he sold something. <laughs> right? And, like, we'd run around, like, looking for a box. Throw the car and dumpster dive. I, like, throw them in the target. Go find a box, Tucker. We got to <laughs> ship this thing out that you just, this, this antique bell that you just sold. My wife is, God bless her heart. She looked at us, like, and, you know, we're sitting there, like, taping each other. I'm sitting there trying to be the good dad being like, no, Tucker, you know, it's your business. You have to do this blah, blah blah my wife looked at me and she goes you know guys what takes you guys an hour to do i can do in minutes so she does the shipping however it's it's getting to the point that we may need to hire somebody to do the shipping because okay. she's like all right this is getting a little bit more than i well, like it's like 20 for. packages a day sometimes sometimes it was as, mu as much as 60 yeah. it's not over 60 um, that's not every day that's christmas yeah christmas season that's yeah. a good problem to have mom is wonderful and she does that and is that a volunteer position with mom i pay her yeah mom and i are officially on the payroll i work for him so we're on the payroll and after like the first year i was like all right we're spending yeah. a lot of time and yeah. we're using our entire house <laughs> Um, uh, our entire basement is his our garage two heated sheds with full electricity i had a furniture business and i shut it down with covid i had both kids home with me full time and that was about the same time that he started his ebay business i remember thinking to myself after he told me this is what i want to do but i remember thinking to myself I'm killing myself, or I was before the pandemic, like refinishing furniture. And I'm like, the entire room is maybe worth $10,000. And I've killed myself bringing it down the stairs and refinishing. Vintage toys, and $10,000. He has this little box of printer ink cartridges that are worth yeah. $10,000. He does nothing for it. And I'm just like, okay, who's got the better business model? <laughs> you guys got some money hanging on the wall behind you, the search for Spock theatrical poster. Fun. I have five of them. Yeah, he has five of them. That's with 10 bucks on them. It's actually the original one that hung in the New York subway. That's why it's so big, because this was a subway poster, actually. That's awesome. Yeah. All right, so my son is 15, and I've told him before, it's like, you know, I know sellers. Dan and I know sellers. I've been in this business for a long time. I sell a little bit. I've always asked my son, I was like, hey, do you want to sell? Because I could connect you with sellers. He's like, I don't know. He's like, I don't think so. So Tucker, you're super motivated. I'm sure your friends know what you do. Do they come to you for advice? Do they want no, to get selling online? Or if they do, how do you handle that? They don't understand it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tucker has millions of dollars of inventory. I'm like, it's not just that. They like fall on the ground when they see everything. Yeah. They're like, oh, okay. <laughs> and, and he's in online school now. So like, you know, a lot of the kids he's online with are all over the world. And when he was like nine and stuff, I don't think anybody, no kid understood it. I'm honest, one of, my, one of those kids like said, you're full of crap. I'm like, okay, come on. <laughs> you don't have time you for that. You that a lot, didn't you? And this person's like, 
You're lying. You're full of crap. Like, they sat almost every day. They made toothbrush for Ian. And then when they walked into the, the dungeon, we call it, eBay dungeon, they are like, what, 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 what? And I'm like, I'm not lying. There you go. Well, I want to come see the video game testing room. You have all the old consoles in there? There's over 100 consoles. Every system. So, Ryan... Do you have any final advice for parents that have children wanting to become entrepreneurs? For me, it was always just about support. Like when it first started, when he wanted to do this, to me, it was like coaching little league baseball, right? Like for me, it was no different. It was just like, okay, he has this talent, this thing that he wants to do. How do I support it? How do I help them? I get asked all the time by parents. We actually run a local entrepreneur group for kids. They have vendor events and all sorts of stuff that we do. He mentors other kids as well as I do locally. And I get from parents all the time, how do I get my kid to do this? Or how do I get my kid to be an entrepreneur? And I say to them, I said, this is not something you get them to do. This is something they get you to do. <laughs> and, and I think it's true, right? That That's what I would say. If your kid has an interest, just support it. It doesn't have to be yeah. entrepreneur. What would you do if your kid said, I want to play baseball? You go down and buy him a baseball mitt and you go sign him up for baseball, right? Tucker decided, hey, I want to resell things and make money and find really cool stuff. So I got in the car and started driving a truck around. <laughs> and then it sort of it just evolved from there, right? Tucker, for those kids that are interested and want advice from you to get started selling online, what's the biggest thing you think they need to keep in mind before they get started? Follow your passion. What kind of item you like to maybe collect? Let's say you like baseball. Maybe you sell your old baseball mitts. Maybe you sell your old baseball stuff. That's how I think about it. Follow like this thing you like doing and turn it into reselling. You've evolved so much. You went from golf balls to antiques to what you really love now. Toys. Yeah, like you love toys or bikes or whatever. So it never kind of gets old for him. It's kind of crazy too when you think about the evolution of it. Well, what do you look for now? Versus well, I target what? is stores like collections and back then it was like oh yeah let's go to your art channel. well you target stuff but what do you target now mostly? i target businesses of all things and what people because the biggest thing is for me is i'm going into this okay can i go team up with a drunk removal person who just get rid of like you know around here it's just like they throw out like crazy stuff and oh i need i need to clear out the whole basement and drunk removal come and just move all of it. And a lot of times they find video games, toys. I mean, they found PS4 one time in the trash. I team up with those drunk removal companies to find that stuff. I send them a whole list of stuff I'm looking for, and they just call me up and have it. It's kind of funny like that. It's evolved so much because when he first started, it was finding golf balls in the river, and then it was finding this and finding that. And now it's actually finding people. And now they're just finding me. Yeah, so like for him now, it's actually become, yeah, I get to find all, all this cool stuff and sell all this cool stuff. I got a call up a couple of days ago. I'm like, oh, yeah, I have a huge tin toy collection I'm getting rid of. And they, and, I, and they just call me up nowadays. and like, oh, I have a train collection. He finds people more so, I think, now than he does stuff. Right so now, people find me. The yeah. stuff finds you. 
<laughs> that's been actually really hard because he loves the treasure hunt, right? But now it's like we get a call every week with something crazy. Oh, we yeah. have a half a million baseball cards that are new in box. New in box. <laughs> wow. She wants these and they come with a dump truck and dump them in our yard. Give them a check. I think a lot of resellers look for stuff, but I think Tucker figured it out pretty early that it's about finding the people with the stuff. So when they put it on Facebook or yard sales before that. You want to get before it. Yeah, I'm going to take a donation. Get before when they put in donation. Get it before when they're selling Facebook. People are more important. Great advice. I can't wait for our audience to hear all of this because you shared some really great information with us today. Mm -hmm. So thank you so much to both of you for joining us and sharing your story. Okay, thank, thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, thanks. This was a lot of fun and I really well, appreciate it. We'll have to yeah. do it again. Yeah, definitely. Let us definitely. know.